Hi, listeners. Welcome to My Holland Update. I'm Marianne Manderfield, Public Information Coordinator for the city, and today our guest is Tim Bogley, Director of Finance. Hi, Tim. Hi. You are on the verge of retirement. Woohoo! Yeah, congratulations. But before you leave us at the city, we wanted to tap into some of your insight and wisdom. You've been with the city as our director of finance since 2007. And it, within that time, you've seen several large city projects through. Um, tell us about some of those and what does that mean for the residents and how, you, how you've handled those projects? Well, one of the things that my job is to figure out is how to pay for stuff, right? Right. So the, the role of uh, the finance director is to collect the taxes and then spend the money. And, of course, um, how we do that is very specifically structured by law, and there's lots of public involvement. But at the end of the day, the one who has to sit down and try to figure out how to make it work is uh, the role of this, this position that I've had. So in that time, uh, we try to spend money that we have and live within our means. Um, we also have uh, sold some bonds to issue some debt and pay for those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of those things um, would have involved uh, uh, the Civic Center. Okay. Uh, in the Civic Center, we were successful in getting 1% uh, money. And a lot of folks... When we were building the Civic Center, took a look really hard at the costs we were spending on that, and that was an important thing to do. Sure. But not what something too many people really didn't pay a lot of attention to was the success we had in borrowing money at 1% interest rates. Okay. Now, that particular factor saved the city of Holland taxpayers many millions of dollars, and I have to give credit to Ryan Cotton for really pushing along uh, our, our use of uh, something called a Qualified Energy Conservation Bond which is a federally uh, funded uh, incentive to help uh, build uh, certain energy-related and energy-efficient projects. Okay. Other uh, debt that we've taken on has to do with the pensions. Now, um, back when the cities first got into its pension system, back in the 40s, um, uh, we created something called the defined benefit, which meant that we paid people an amount when they retired, mm -hmm. and that was based on some factors like how long they worked with the city and how much they made and that sort of thing. Uh, for decades, that system worked pretty well. Uh, how, in fact, there were several times where the city was overfunded. We'd put more money aside than we needed to. However, um, what happened is as we started getting inflation under control, uh, the interest rates dropped, and uh, we really didn't see the growth in some of the investments that we would have seen normally. And uh, that caused the pension system to become underfunded, which meant there wasn't enough money to pay out all the benefits at the end. Sure. So um, at the, at, in the course of time, we took a look at that, and uh, the Great Recession, of course, didn't help us either much. No. But uh, we took a look at that and decided that it would be helpful for us to consider um, sell, selling some bonds and issuing some debt to help pay down those costs. The math we did there said we saved somewhere between 5 and $7 million by doing that. So, again, that's the role of this position. That's significant. It makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the things we've been able to do uh, in all of the debt we've issued is uh, we've not raised taxes, though. So, Often, what will happen in uh, what's called voted debt, where, for example, the schools or the pool, when they wanted to raise money for capital projects, they went out and asked the voters to approve 
raising taxes to pay for the cost of those improvements. And all the debt the city's issued since I've been here, uh, we've not asked the voters for more money. We've simply tried to figure out how to live within the millage they've already authorized, and we have been successful in doing that. That really is quite a feat because it, it has been years since since taxes have have been raised in the yeah. city. So the way so the way it works, and I think most of our listeners understand this, but uh, there is a factor, a millage factor. That's the rate that we agree to pay. Uh, per thousandth of value of our house. Sure. Uh, I'm getting into the weeds a bit. <laughs> but the reality is, is that millage rate is really what triggers how much your tax bill is. And as mm-hmm. your house increases in value, you pay the same factor. So you maybe your tax bill goes up just a bit, but the reality is because your house has increased in value. Right. And that's also a very good thing, though, that people like to see is the value of their home going up. I think everybody likes their house value going up. Everybody does not want to see their tax bill get larger. True. That's very, very true. <laughs> the other big project, a couple of them, were both of the parking decks, the 7th and 9th Street parking decks. Yes. So um, we actually did some creative things there. We worked collaboratively with the state of Michigan and other local cha- taxing jurisdictions, and we were able to uh, do something called uh, – uh, TIF financing, which is tax increment financing. What we did there was we sold bonds to pay for both of those structures, and then the improvements nearby, the, the new construction on the on the hotel and, and uh, those projects along 8th Street, mm-hmm. the increase in taxes they paid were captured, if you will, and retained to use and pay back the debt service. So okay. we, the growth and the value of those properties is what is paying for the costs of those uh, parking structures. And that's a, a fairly creative and innovative way allowing us to see the investment uh, both on the private sector with their buildings and with their uh, uh, shops and, and apartments mm-hmm. as well as uh, the, the place to park the cars to service those buildings. Sure. And Holland continues to grow and add more amenities such as – and they're free, free parking decks. Yes. Well, they're, they're free to the to the user. Yes. They, they aren't free to, to pay for, but uh, right. I think through some um, creative ways and innovative thinking, it, it's allowed us to uh, complete some pretty uh, interesting and fun projects. Those sure. have ex- actually been quite fun to be part of, uh, to see the development of our downtown area. It's, uh, uh, it's really been a joy. Has there been any single factor that has made those successful or kind of everything that you've just talked about? I don't know if that's any single factor. As I said earlier, my goal has always been to try to make these improvements and borrow the money as needed um, without raising the taxes. And so in my mind, what is successful is we've seen continued growth in people's properties and their values. Sure. Um, Holland is, is an amazing place in that uh, a lot of folks want to live here. And we want to live here because it's a great community and there's lots of factors, but right. uh, that's what keeps our property values up. There's good jobs, there's there's good uh, education, there's all kinds of things that draw people here. Sure. When you first came on to the city in 2007, it was kind of through that financial downturn. And really through your leadership, helped the city build a financially sound budget. What, what were some items or some factors that went into that? Well, since we don't really have a lot of control over the revenues at the city, mm-hmm. um, we took a real hard look at the expenditure side. Um, very early in this process. Uh, that was one of my top priorities when we started. Uh, as positions became vacant, um, we 
basically didn't fill several of those. Mm-hmm. Um, in, o- in other cases, we delayed hiring uh, to allow for some breathing area, if you mm-hmm. will, to allow us to get some of those kinds of uh, jobs done with existing staff as best we could, and then certainly we, we replaced some of those positions. Um, there were several reductions in employee benefits as well, uh, but you know the need for city services like police and fire and those kinds of things don't necessarily diminish sure. in a recession. Uh, in fact, you might say in some cases they're needed more than ever. Mm-hmm. There's just a handful of city uh, jobs that are um, less necessary uh, in in a, a recession, and basically those are some construction inspection jobs and those kinds of things. And we manage that as well. But for the most part, most other city jobs uh, uh, were still necessary to do. The traffic still comes through the city. There's still lots of uh, activity going on with all of our employees. That was really what has set up and positioned Holland to be financially secure for the future, correct? Yes, I I think, uh, well, I can't take credit for all this. There's been a long history of very, very good management in Holland, and and I, I have to say that uh, it's been great to be part of that. Um, but some of the kinds of things we've really taken a look, a hard look at is our pension liability. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've transitioned all of our employees to something called a defined contribution plan, which means that we will not have any long-term future obligations to pay employees. Okay. All the uh, pension obligations are handled in the current year, and there's not a possibility for any of the current pension liability to be extended uh, for, for current and, and new employees. Um, the second thing we've done is we've um, been part of a self-insurance program for both health and the second thing for property and casualty and just general public officials liability. We're self-funded to a degree in those projects as well. What that does is very hard to necessarily see directly, but uh, there's millions of dollars of risk that we don't have to purchase because we've been able to self-fund or see, keep some of those dollars ourselves. I'm sure. sort of in the weeds. This is what finance people do. Sure. But the reality is, is that our health insurance costs have stayed flat and very minimal increases for the last five years. They've almost been at zero increases. That's completely opposite for what almost everybody in the private sector and other yeah. places have been. Sure. And it's because we've been able to manage those costs. We've had uh, employee wellness programs. We've had some pretty aggressive ways of managing our safety and employees over these years. So I think that's been a great uh, tool to help us get it there as well. Uh, We've also been paying for capital improvements kind of as we go, as opposed to trying to budget for that. And the way we've done that is as funds are available at the end of the year, we kind of wrap the year up, we budget as best we can, we spend as little as we can. If there's money left over, there's Mm -hmm. more money came in than what we spent. We'll take those funds and we'll transfer them into the capital improvement fund, and then we will budget and plan those expenditures in the following years based on the funds that are there. Okay. That's really helped us maintain a good, solid infrastructure and keep our equipment and uh, activities working well. Right. And set set us up for being financially sound in years to come. Yes. When, uh, When we haven't issued lots of debt, for things like roads or those kinds of things, mm-hmm. but we've we've the debt has been for the bigger things like uh, capital, uh, the parking structures, the civic center, sure. and pension liability. But we have not issued debt for other kinds of things because um, it it allows for future taxpayers not to be burdened with the cost of debt. Is that um, unique 
to a municipality? Uh, I think it's unique. Holland is in a very, very strong position financially. Um, we have we have a history of managing ourselves well, and, and I think that's part of the culture of this area. Uh, certainly it's in my DNA, but mm-hmm. certainly it existed before I showed up. And so I think by keeping and buying quality equipment and keeping and investing in quality infrastructure uh, and keeping it maintained, mm-hmm. it lasts longer and it just uh, does a better job in servicing the public. Sure. What, uh, what surprised you the most as your role of director of finance? Um, the generosity of the people who live in this community. Uh, every single council meeting, there's a listing of gifts that made to the city and to the various um, uh, departments and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Every single meeting. I've not been to any meeting where there's not been some gifts, gifts announced to the city. Those are smaller. Uh, but we've tackled some great big things. When mm-hmm. this Windmill Island went bad, for example, the cap and the major bearing that spun the, the uh, big windmill mm-hmm. went bad. It was several hundred thousand dollars to fix that, and the community raised over six hundred thousand dollars to help pay for that, because there simply weren't the funds to pay for that. The second thing was the civic center. We've sure. seen uh, more than five and a half million dollars come in donations there, that allow us to get that project built. We were able to borrow money at one percent for the balance, but the reality mm-hmm. is, is that it's because of the citizens here stepping up, uh, and that's been the most amazing thing to me, because a lot of cities don't. A lot of residents in cities don't seem to have that sense of community pride, mm-hmm. community ownership. And the second thing I'll say is that just there's great community leadership in this community. And so many people that I've met along the way are bright and willing to work hard. And uh, it, it's been remarkable for me to, to watch that in coming to this community. Tim, we are really going to be uh, sorry to see you leave. We're going to miss you here at City Hall, and we wish you all the best. What are you looking forward to in retirement? Grandchildren. Okay, <laughs> awesome. And how many do you have? We have five right now, and, and uh, uh, we're hopeful to see a six before too long. So um, nice. we're hoping to invest in them for a while. We're nice. investing in other kinds of things, and now it's time to spend some time uh, with them and uh, help them become the kind of people they're capable of being. Well, you have put uh, the city of Holland in in good hands, and I'm sure you'll put your grandchildren in good hands, and we wish you all the best um, on your retirement. Enjoy it, and thank you for your years and years of service here. Thanks, Marianne. Holland has been a joy. Um, It's kind of been the highlight, if you will, of my career. I've I've loved it here. Um, Everybody works hard. Uh, They work together. Uh, Like I said, there's lots of community pride, and uh, I've been personally been treated with respect and appreciated for the contributions I've made. Uh, and people in Holland are some of the best people I've ever met. And uh, I've been honored to be here. Well, thank you, Tim. Congratulations. Good luck. Best wishes. Until next time, this has been my Holland Update. 